Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from one another's experiences, and support each other on their journeys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Sisters You Have Value. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for being here with us today. Please give us a like, share, and follow. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back and giving us another listen. Tell a friend to hang out with you and tune in. This just might be the episode they need as well. All right, grab your coffee, tea, drink. Let's get into it. Let's get into it today. Well, last week we started with Attitude of Gratitude. This is the month of November, and we just wanted to, you know, kind of harness an attitude of gratitude, being thankful about what we have, changing our life and how we view things. And so today, that kind of catapults us into our reality, a perspective. So I wanted to talk about perspective today and how you view things and how these things and people don't understand perception is real in the eye of the beholder. And it's all in how we see things and view things that determine our outcome and our actions in life. And so cognitive science say about uh, this, that there are a lot of people who may be offended by the idea that we create our own reality. They see it as blaming the victim kind of thing. But nobody asks for bad things to happen to them. At least I know I don't. So I couldn't agree more with that. But, you know... We do indeed create our reality. And if you deny this, this denies your power to be able to control that. So there are three buckets in life, y'all. Things we can control, things we influence, and things over which we have no control. So what's not under our control are the many random events of life, y'all. The family we born into, I didn't ask for my mom and dad, but I got them. Because that's what God saw fit. And so, you know, the Bible said, I formed you and I knew you. I foreknew you. So that was already set in in motion. I didn't have any control over that. Earthquakes, pandemics, COVID. uh, I don't know about COVID. uh, Illnesses, (laughs) job layoffs, the death of loved ones, fires, car accidents. These are things that, y'all, they are beyond our control. We didn't see it coming. There's some things in our lives that we just didn't see coming because, Lord, had we seen it coming, we would have took a detour. Oh, God, there's some things in my life I would have taken a big detour for. So these are the circumstances that we experience. Hey, there it is. We also experience other living things with our actions. If you walk in a room and you see somebody and you go over and slap them in the face, (laughs) They that person, I'm sure, going to respond differently than if you had smiled at them or say, hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How you doing? But you don't determine how that person responds. That person can what run away, turn the other cheek like the word says, or slap the crap back out of you. You get what I'm saying? So those are things that by your action is going to determine what happened to you. Now, what we can control And where we really start to create that reality, y'all, is how we perceive 
how we interpret and how we think about the events in our life that generate our feelings about those events. How we subsequently respond with our behavior. What they say is, is 90%, you know, the things that we, we think into that, but 10% of what happens to us or something. But no one can choose your thoughts or your actions. Those are yours and yours alone. So if your significant other, if Pookie, Ray Ray, Boo Bay break up with you, and your thought is, I'll never find somebody, oh Lord, ain't nobody going to love me again, woe is me, then you're going to likely experience some negative emotions like depression. And you'll, you'll, you know, people don't understand when you do that, you engage in the, in the behaviors, like staying in the bed, you ain't going to come out of the house. These are all determined by the perception that nobody else wants you, that you're not good enough, that you painted a narrative in your head based off the perception because he left. But what if you looked at it the other way? Oh, Lord, I'm so glad he left. I'm glad I got this loser out of my life. Uh, then, then those things look good. Lord, I thank you that you cleared a way for somebody else to come. Lord, I thank you that you allowed me to be free from that. What if he was a narcissist? Controlling. Lord, I thank you. So then those are different perceptions or just, okay, it just didn't work out. Okay, hey, you know, Lord, let me look at me. Let me see, you know, maybe this is time for me to take some time to get to myself. So now here is where creating that part get real serious. Your thoughts. So if you think them over and over and you assign truth to them, then that truth that you assign to it becomes your belief. Then your beliefs create that cognitive lens through which now you interpret the events of your world. And this lens serves as a selective filter through which you sift the environment for evidence. Now you're looking for things that's going to match up with what you believe to be true. That's why we always say unlearn, relearn, learn. It's hard. I got 52 years on this earth of things that I have through experiences and environments became my truth. It became my beliefs. And if you believe, you know, if the belief you form when your partner break up with you is like, I'm not attractive enough, then you're going to go to a party where 10 people tell you you look good. And one person says your outfit is interesting. You're going to go home and fixate on that interesting comment. So you're going to think of the thoughts consistent with that belief. So why do I always pick the wrong thing? I don't, you know, I didn't look good. You know, this. So these are the things you only took the evidence. You know how one person can say, 10 people can tell you it look good. That one person going to tell you it don't. Girl, that one person cannot determine. But for some people, that one person, you're, you're going to forget the other 10 things they said. And that one thing is, is going to serve because now you've bought into it from that thought that you've thought over and over and over again in your head. And then you assign that truth to it. Now you believed it. Now you got confirmation. You know, they say the laws of attraction, what we put out there into the atmosphere comes back in. So because your brain has a selective filtering system. Ooh, y'all, thank you, Lord, Holy Spirit. It's kind of like, well, that's different. But, you know, it's kind of like you buy a car. You never saw that car, but then you see all the cars <laughs> like your car. Never seen a car on the road. But then all of a sudden, your, your cognitive, that mindset, you start seeing those cars. So, but... That's a priming. It works on your activation, your inhibition model, where the brain is primed by a certain belief to look for something. It shuts down. So you you have to you actually have a hard time seeing evidence then to the contrary. 
People don't realize, and I, I said this before, when we talked about affirmations, uh, positive and negative. You know, when you grow up into a household that's dysfunctional and they tell you you're not anything, you're stupid, you're dumb, you don't, you're not going to be anything, and you buy into the narrative, you drink the Kool-Aid like Jim Jones. But if you come in a household where there is love and they validate you and they let you know how much you mean, then you grow up with that confidence in knowing who you are based off of what your family did, right? So these things or these existing beliefs uh, is, is all routed in how we're treated. And that's why there's so many depressed people and you see much, so much depression going on in this world. And it's also why you are convinced that your view of the world is truth. What mo most people don't even realize is that they're participating in creating their own version of truth. Um, I, I also believe that a, a lot of things that people think happened to them in their childhood or in their past didn't really happen. You know how we we remember different in a relationship. Then you want boo back, but that's selective amnesia because you forget all the crap he did to you because out of desperation and loneliness, you go, well, I'm familiar, you know? No, don't do that. So what you take in from the environment through that belief becomes self-concept, y'all. And it's made up of the I am and I can beliefs or what you're capable of being in the future. So you got to realize that when you say I am or I can or you create these narratives, I am stupid, I am dumb, I am not going to be anything, I'm not worthy. You're creating that and you're putting it out there into the atmosphere for everything to, to dump on you, to go wrong, you know. But when you say I, I am love. I, you know, I'm healed, I'm healthy, I'm whole, I'm the head and not the tail, I'm above and not beneath. Girl, you know, when you are when you are affirming the promises of God in your life, can't nobody stop you. When you arrive to know who you are and whose you are, nobody can stop you. But remember, you write the story of what you think is likely in or impossible based on what you believe is true. And then you take actions consistent with those expectations. And when you act on what you expect to happen before it actually happened, you participated in creating that experience. So if you don't have, let's say, you don't have a positive self-concept and you fear rejection, when you go on a date, when you go on that job interview, you are not likely to present your best self by acting calm, by being self-confident, because you're already anxious in your heart. You're already anxious in the way that you've already told yourself that this is how it's going to turn out. So we act in ways that that's likely to bring about what we believe is true. And that is the very definition, y'all, of creating your reality. And we don't really realize that we are self-saboteurs. We are the problem when we, when we can't regulate when we can't regulate ourselves and our minds to a certain point to go, I am more than that. I am enough. I am beautiful. I am love. So whether you realize it or not, or whether you want to acknowledge it or not, you are participating in creating your reality. There's no magical thing, none magical about it. It's simply the way the brain operates. When you deny it, object, reject it, or unaware, then you have little power and you're going to feel like the victim in your life. But with awareness comes choice. 
you can choose. When you start to understand the process and make it work for you, now you become empowered, ladies. You are empowered to be in charge of the life you create. Will there always be things that happen to us that are outside of our control? Absolutely. The Bible says we're going to have trials and tribulations. What they say, you're either going, you're in a storm, you're going in one, or you're coming out of one. There will always, that's a guarantee. As long as you're on this side of heaven, life will happen to you. It happens to the best of us. But what you do control is how you think and feel. That's what you do control and what you subsequently do about those uncontrollable events is how you shape your life and create it. So, you know, there's people who strive and thrive in time of crisis. You know, um, is it because they're lucky? Most likely it's because they see the opportunity as opposed to a disadvantage. Um, what is named the guy with the light bulb? He tried how many times? A thousand times. Who would have tried that many times? But how he how did he view it? That was a thousand times for him to know how not to do it. Right. But what if he would have given up? Will we have lights now? You know, so, you know, Michael Jordan, when they didn't accept him on the varsity team in basketball, but he knew his worth. Right. He knew his value. He knew he was great. Come on now, Michael Jordan. So, you see, we all go through. There's always going to be disappointments. There are always going to be denials, delays. But they're not our it doesn't define us. That's not the definition of who we are. So it's easy to break out of autopilot and take charge. No, the the more difficult your life has been, the harder it may seem at first. But it's doable like anything else. Once you get the hang of it, it gets easier. You know, Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. Let me say that one more time for those in the back. Whether you think you can or think you can't. You are right. Perspective. It's all in how you see it. So that's that's the human experience. That's the lens through which we view the world. It shapes the way we interpret our surroundings. It's subjective, y'all, though, but it's subjective based off the experiences that's influenced by the, the things that we're around, our culture, the upbringing, our beliefs, our experiences. So you, we got to get a handle on that. We got to get a handle on that because, y'all, this is what shapes us, molds us, influences us. In other words, we believe what we perceive to be accurate. And we create that based off these perceptions. They feel real, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily factual. You know, when you're scared of something, you you got to get out there in this public speech. and You think you're going to die, Lord, I'm going to have a hold of that. But you don't. You make it through. You know, the, you know how your voice shakes at first, you know, when you first start. But then, baby, when you get on the roll, they ain't going to be able to sit you down. They got a way to, to <laughs> they got a way to stop sign on you. Take, sit your butt down. But you get it. You know, you get it. So it's all about our lens. And the lens is whether it's positive or negative. Your perception, y'all, influence all areas of your life. That's the totality of it. It informs you. You know, it, it, if you constantly believe that, perceive that people, your boss, your parent, your sibling are always against you, then most likely you're going to always be on the defensive. 
and and it has you living at so many different intensive levels of unhappiness um both personal interpersonal outer disturbances but when we look at it through a different set of lenses then we got more joy we got more peace we got more happiness in our life so how do we switch this how do we switch this to a more positive perception of life hmm let's see number one we could take responsibility first and foremost we got to be able to take responsibility for being unconscious in our past uh, it's only when we begin to see people and events and things from a neutral from a more neutral and positive perspective is is when things begin to change for us and that's hard, y'all, but we got to be able to do it. We got to be able to want it. We got to be able to want to change. We got to be able to want circumstance. What you're speaking to in life comes. It, it comes. You got to, and number two, you got to have a compassion for yourself and others. You got to have compassion. Shifting the way you view the world is not easy. It's essential, though, to be patient and gentle with yourself. Have compassion for yourself as you work on it. You may fail. You're going to have a setback. And that's okay. That's a part of life. You know, it's kind of like what I said in one of my podcasts about you don't know her. And you don't know what she's been through. So don't judge her. We judge based off of our perception of how we see things in life based off what we've perceived. And so through your lenses, which sometimes, baby, your lens so dirty. Y'all don't get these rags and clean these lenses. You better. It's so easy to talk about somebody else's journey and walk when you don't even know what they've been through. You and me don't even wear the same child shoes, boo. You couldn't fit these shoes if you had to wear them. Some people wouldn't make it through your journey from what you've been through. Some of them would have died a long time ago. But God. So you got to have a willingness to see things differently. Any kind of change. Change is not good. What they say about a fireman, two things that a fireman hate is change and remaining the same. <laughs> so people say they won't change, but they're not really prepared to make those changes. So having a desire, that's 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 vital. You got to have a desire to want it. And that's going to create room for us to learn how to create new perceptions. That's hard, y'all, because, you know. That's, that's why it's important what you read and what you allow into your spirit, man. And you got to pray and ask God to move those things for you. Lord, if it's not for me, then I don't want that. You got to cancel out and you got to decree and declare some things over your lives that you don't want. Uh, uh, don't get a devil a foothold. Don't open up areas of your life that you allow him to come into, that he can spew that garbage, that trash, and you believe it again and you buy into the hype. Hey, you got to activate that pause button. When you're triggered, and I know I have triggers. <laughs> when you trigger by someone or something <laughs> or some situation, you got to think about hitting pause. <laughs> Take a moment to breathe, count to 10, count to five, and ground yourself into the present moment so you can choose how you can respond. Because, baby, I could go to zero to 100 real quick. But then once it come out, you know, what comes up comes out. And then it's in the atmosphere and we can't take it back. But we got to respond from a more empowered place, y'all, a place of where we've done the work. We've done the hard part where we can control those things. That's power. Power is being able to control things. 
don't 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 get it twisted that my sign of of of, of being patient and kind and caring is a sign of weakness. No, no, not at all. But that's a sign of strength because I can restrain myself and go bless your little heart. You you get what I'm saying? So if a few deep a uh, few deep breaths don't help you shift. <laughs> You got to do some timeouts. You got to do something else. You got to do some counts. You got to walk away. You got you got to have time to process this stuff. You know, that's going to help you address your issues for a later time. Get a support system going. Get somebody to hold you accountable. Get somebody to like, hey, nudge you. When things are not in a favorable light, you need that support. I post on Facebook positive affirmations and things for life, but I also post them for myself. Not for just people, but for myself to get me going. There's days, you know, I had a day this morning. There's some things in my life, but I have these days and these moments when life get the best of me, or so it thinks. But crying is good for the soul. Those are things that's good for the soul. Those are the things that we can release and be free. And you don't even know there are some things you need to do and release. And then you got to look for patterns, y'all. We all got patterns. You got to be able to spot those things. Asking yourself, you know, what what, what, what what would people do in the same situation? You know, you got to practice this. You, go, you know, and we got to practice thinking less critical of ourselves, uh, less demeaning of ourselves. But again, perception is reality. How they say perception is in the eye of the beholder, you know, and I... I always tell people, and I used to tell them, I can't fight your mind. That's the battlefield there, baby. The battlefield is in the mind. I cannot fight nothing in your mind, nor will I try to. I will not try to do that because it's virtually impossible. Only God can change man. But what we can do is change how we perceive the world through our lenses. So we can, Lord, help me to see life through your eyes. Lord, help me to see so that I can be the best version of me. Lord, help me so that I can have the purpose that you have for my life. Lord, the things that you have for my life that I can do and bring honor and glory to you, Lord, that I can live a flourishing, happy, more hopeful and helpful and feel life. But again, y'all, it, it takes work. Um, even if you got to get counseling, if you have a past, if you, you got to seek counsel, if it's spiritual, if it's in, in the world, either way. You need something to jumpstart you, something that's going to boost you, something that's going to get you going for the journey ahead. But look at look at this world that we're in. Almost like the new wrong is right, right is wrong. People are doing things right in your face and getting off innocent for killing perception. So when you have a lot of these on your on the side, you know, and these people will buy into it. These people have bought into the narrative. When you think you're better than somebody, when you think less than somebody, come on now. But we don't want to help them. You don't want that narrative to be true. Come on, sis. You have an attitude of gratitude and say, Lord, I thank you for changing my mind. Say, Lord, I thank you for me being who I am today. Lord, I thank you that even in my going through that you are shaping me and you are molding me to be that woman of God that you call me to be. Lord, I thank you that this is not my expected end. Lord, I thank you that my situation is turning around and is working for my good. I thank you that no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. I thank you, Lord, for your glory, for your grace, for your mercy. See, there's so much that we could be thankful for. 
I, I don't have time to think about the negative because if I stay there, I get stuck. And you don't want to get stuck. And that's what most of y'all are. It's like, uh, you seen my cousin Vinny. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, and, and they were sleeping out in the woods and it got stuck in the mud. It rained that night. So he was trying to get to go to court that morning and he got stuck in the mud and he was just spinning your wheels. You know, when somebody gets stuck, it's like spinning your wheels and you, but you, 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 you're pushing the gas, but you ain't going nowhere. That's like life. When you spin that wheel to depression, worry, uh, Pastor Brady Blade used to say, worry is like a rocking chair. It give you lots to do and nowhere to go. <laughs> I love that. Um, so a lot of these things, we got to be able to reclaim our joy, our happiness. How we do it, Lord, one step at a time. We're all affected by the things that we see and view. We're all shaped some way, form, or fashion by our family, by upbringings, by cultures. But you don't have to remain. And the quicker you can change it before you allow the years to creep in on you the better off you are because at this stage and level and time in our life, some for some, it can be difficult. But when we're open to go, Lord, use me. Lord, I, I need you to change me. Lord, help me to see. Lord, whatever it is to reveal in my life that I need to do different, Lord, reveal it. Lord, forgive me for thinking these things. Forgive me for even in your creation, you created me in your image. And I don't even think myself, but he created me. And I don't think enough of myself to want to change, to be that version, that woman of God. There is trials, y'all. There is tribulations. But be encouraged. How they say this too shall pass. The storms don't last always unless you just want it to rain on you all the time with that woe is me mentality. I don't. I want to be better. I want everybody to be better. There's so much greater in store for you. But you got to perceive that perception you got to be able to believe and perceive that to so, lord i'm coming out i'm coming out better i'm coming out with more lord i'm gonna change my thinking and every time something negative come in there and say you i um, know i'm not you a devil you a lie if you got a sticky note your window your 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 mirror i am the head and not to tell i'm beautiful i'm loved i'm wonderful i show love i give love i get love you you can change it you did it with the negative, do it with the positive. If you put that much time and energy, even though we know a lot of trauma did that too. Now, don't get it twisted because I am a product of trauma, as we all are. The difference is I can acknowledge that, Lord, a lot of things came with me. I suffered a lot early in life because of what I allowed. I allowed the narrative to be painted that I was what they said I was. Oh, that's a hard journey, though, y'all. Mm, that hurts. But God. Hmm. You are more than conquerors in Christ. You're the head and not the tail. You can do all things. And there's nothing impossible to him that believes. And there's nothing too hard for God. The Bible says, cast your cares on him. But he cares. He'll hide you in that secret place, that pavilion. He'll hide you. Y'all got it. You got the victory. It's already won. It's already done. The devil just know what God got in store for you. The devil just know 
that God has so much for your life. You, you're blocking your blessings by staying stuck. Get out of that car. Put a board under that tire and get your butt and drive that car off. Change the narrative. Change the chapter. I'm in a whole nother book. If you knew me back when, you don't know me, sis. Don't come at me like, girl, you remember. I don't remember and don't want to remember. I forget the former things and I press toward the mark, the high calling that God has for my life. That's what I'm pressing for. I'm pressing for all that he has for me. I want to get it. I'm taking back everything that canker worm stole from me. We decree and declare. We break every generational curse, everything, every ancestor ever spoken over my life and everything I ever spoke into existence. We kill it now. Perception. Change it. Y'all are awesome. It's waiting for you, baby. It's waiting for you. It's there for the taking. You just got to be able to receive it. Open your hearts and your minds to receive what God has for you. Change it. I change mine. I'm in competition with me every day to be a better version of myself. And Lord, when I go through these metamorphoses, I call it, it's a metamorphosis. Change. You can feel yourself changing. The things that you used to do, you don't do anymore. You want more. But you want to be grounded. Perception. I hope it helps somebody. Lord, uh, I'm telling you, my journey is, is, is I go with y'all. So as much as I speak it, I learned it, I put it into existence, into the atmosphere, and I believe every word that I say. I believe it. I'm a genius. I'm rich. I'm, I'm full. God got me. Believe that about yourself and change that narrative. Change that perception. Until next time, y'all. Love you and be blessed.